Okay. Hi, Jen. Hello there, Kim. How are you doing? Great. How about you? Wonderful. So good to see you. And um, so happy that we made it to the second season, first episode of the second season. So thank you so much for joining us. Yes, we've had a small break and now we're ready to rock and roll. (laughs) Better than ever. That yoga magic. Woohoo. Yes, yes. Welcome back to That Yoga Magic. All right, well, let's jump on in. Uh, Today, I think we're going to talk about um, how to feel safe at yoga studios, um, sort of what happens in that space, and I guess sort of, you know, the sexual harassment that has kind of been happening yeah yeah right in yoga studios so we've seen a lot of course we saw the um story about Bikram and I think before then and since then there's been several stories that have come forward um correct about yoga teachers um with sexual harassment against students And Mm -hmm. so we want to talk about sort of the opposite, (laughs) which it has has been in the news also, but maybe hasn't gotten as much um, as much attention because, of course, these are teachers that aren't big name teachers. And so it's not that forward. Um, But we want to talk about a little bit about how to keep yoga teachers safe. Um, Right. Because in yoga studios, a lot of times, yoga teachers were the only one there. <laughs> we're Correct. there alone. Um, we don't work for a big corporation, so we don't have anybody really backing us up if something happens, right? We don't have those mm-hmm. securities or those safeties or anyone to report th- things to that are off or weird or whatever. Um, Most of just- us are... Yeah, most of us are independent contractors or basically self-employed working for ourselves. So we are trying to attract clients as, you know. Right. And that makes us even more susceptible because we don't generally want to um, speak up when something happens because that that is our only source of income or a lot of us. It's our main source of income. And we need every single client. Um, And so sometimes that puts us in a vulnerable state. And a lot of times we are, we are mostly concerned with our students being able to feel vulnerable in the space. Correct. Yeah. Right. We make a, a huge or we take a lot of effort in creating a safe space for students. So, you know, like we, we want students to wear whatever they want to wear, right? <laughs> come as yep. however they want to come, be whoever they want to be. Mm-hmm. And so we sort of miss maybe what can or where we place teachers in that. Um, yeah. And so I was kind of looking into this a little bit and I saw some numbers that 
I don't know why I still feel shocked about this stuff, but um, one of the statistics I saw said that 71% of women feel like they're harassed in gyms on a daily basis. Yeah. And so oh. we know there's lots of yoga studios that are in gyms and um, wow. <sighs> So it's like shocking. I kind of think yoga kind of sometimes gets blogged into that. So I feel like that is part of part of our our statistics to look at. So that it's it's just shocking. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because the last thing you would ever think of think about doing anything shady in is a yoga studio. Yeah, there's right. yeah, there's. I mean, every other place, not saying there's a place to do something crazy and shady, but there's so right. many other places out there. A yoga studio right. is yeah, totally off. And so, so that's, I guess, what we want to bring out to the audience, like yoga teachers that are listening to us and students that are listening to us, because as students, you can also keep your eye out, but we want to yeah. bring that awareness to teachers because I think that we just forget, right? We're creating a safe space and we forget that that can invite, you know, people to take advantage of that yep. because we're Absolutely. of course not, not thinking that anything mm -hmm. like that is going to happen in a place where we're inviting everyone to be vulnerable and, you know, to come However, however they choose. And so um, one of the reasons that, you know, we, there, I think, like we said, there's there's been stories coming out. There's been some attention to it. And so um, when we started talking about it, um, I had an incident that happened, I guess it's seven years ago now. Um, I so, was teaching yeah, a while a, ago then. Okay. I know, right? So, yeah. <laughs> so man, share with us kind of that situation. Yeah. And, and it's crazy. Like when I think about it, it's very fresh in my mind, these things that happened. Um, but I was teaching at a yoga studio um, and I taught, um, well, there were many times I, I was the first teacher in there. So I was in there by myself opening up the place or the last person out, there was nobody else there. And I had yeah. a client who, you know, I, I just like I do now, I've always, I always teach like a more advanced class. And I had a student who was coming in. He was, he was not advanced. <laughs> Um, which I don't care about. I feel like any student can come and do whatever they want to do. And I always encourage people, you know, if, if it's a level above to come, because that's like what I feel like brings your mind further. Right. So I, right, I right. think pe people who don't feel like they're, it should be an advanced class should be there. I, I feel like they should totally be there. And so I have this guy, but he was a, um, I don't want to say elderly. He was <laughs> much older than I. Okay. And um, he would come to class 
And he came a few times and then all of a sudden I noticed he was coming to every single one of my classes, every single one. No matter what time they were at? No matter what time, no matter what day, if I subbed, he would show up. But he started not like not even trying to practice. He was just standing like he would sit or stand on his mat, which we tell people all the time. All you have to do is come in and sit up. All you have to do is show up and breathe. Just show up and breathe and do, you know. (laughs) You don't have to do anything, right? Well, he would. And he would be like just watching me. And, um, you know, it, it started to make me uncomfortable, but exactly like we were talking about, I, you know, I felt like I'm the yoga teacher, you know, I would talk to him, you know, because he was sitting, I would just like put my hands on his shoulder, you know, I would try to like make him feel like he was still part of what was happening, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, So this went on for some time. Yeah. (laughs) And then um, a couple at that time, I had a couple of I I shouldn't say a couple. I had several girls, younger, like college age girls in my class that would come. You know, of course, they're wearing just like the crop top. And one of them actually left one of my classes in the middle because she felt uncomfortable because he was just sitting there you know, watching everybody. And I talked to the studio owner. She kind of blew it off the first time I mentioned it to her. And so I just went about my business. And then I started noticing that when I would come to teach my class, of course, I get there early, right? I would get there There would be nobody else at the studio before I would pull into the parking lot and he would be there waiting, waiting for me in the parking lot. Uh, I'm already getting freaked out, but go ahead. Uh. Right. So this goes on over and over. And then, you know, this studio, there were like some stairs that you have to go up. And so I would unlock the door. We would go in together and he would like put his hand on my back or like my lower back going up the stairs. And I was like, okay, dude. And so of course I tried not to like make it a big deal. You know, I would just move faster, move away. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. You know, and let me just jump in really quickly. The reason why we do stuff like that, like a guy would put his hand on your lower back, like you're going up the stairs, like he's trying to help you up the stairs and you just kind of, ugh. It gives you the heebie-jeebies and you shake it off. We, when I say we, I mean women, we get, we don't want to shame them and we don't want to make them feel bad. Like, oh, he's just trying to be helpful. I mean, at least that's speaking for me. That's why I don't say anything. I just kind of like shake it off. Okay, go ahead. And and this is even worse because here he's one of your students. You don't want to, you know, upset a client. You don't want to, you know, lose... Uh, right. So, so this goes on for, you know, some, 
some time where he's he's there and and then he's you know he's there before me for every single class so then he starts asking me to go to like coffee or get breakfast or go to lunch and i keep saying oh you know no oh i can't you know oh i'm busy you know (laughs) like every excuse in the book right um and so so then somehow which i still am unsure of how he got my phone number um my i have some suspects at at this yoga studio right at the front desk was a list of all of the teachers and their phone numbers um for sub reasons and stuff like that It it was right there right by the computer so i have my suspicions that that's where he got it but he starts calling me texting me he's leaving me messages that are like five six seven minutes long you know all all sorts of stuff um and then at one after one of my classes he was he's at he was asking me to stay to help him with something with yoga and i said oh why don't you ask the studio um owner to set you up with a private and then somebody could help you and so he like started accusing saying things to me like well you're supposed to be a yoga teacher and you won't help me and it's like well Uh, you know, it puts you in that spot because yes, of course I am a teacher. Yes, I do want to help you, but this does not feel appropriate. Like I'm not staying to help you, you know. Totally. Um, and you know, of course, then he, and then at class he would say stuff, um, about how come I didn't come back, all this stuff. So I, I talked to the studio owner again. And, you know, their response was, you know, like, well, he's a, he's an annual member. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, I don't know how that matters. So again, I just felt like, okay, well, I can try to control this, you know, I'll do what I have to do. And so the next thing I know, I was there on a weekend, I think it was a Sunday. And so after class, I thought everybody left the building. I, you know, cause I thought I had watched everybody leave. You know, I thought nobody else was in there. And so I was cleaning up, sweeping. I, it was actually a yoga with weights class. And so I had taken the weights and I was putting them in like a back room. And I had my back to the door, this back room, I was putting my stuff away and I turned around and there he was, and he was, like this with his hands on either side of the door and he was legitimately blocking the door so i couldn't get out i could not get out of the door okay and he's saying things like you know he just wants to talk to me and you know I said, oh, I thought you left. I thought everyone had gone. You know, I, I just, I need to clean up and get out of here, you know, and I tried a couple of times and I couldn't, I couldn't get him to move. And so, um, you know, I felt really panicked. I really, I knew I was nervous by myself. I, I didn't have my phone. My phone is still connected, you know, to the speakers out in the studio. 
<sighs> so I I had to legitimately like put my hands on his you know chest chest right before his shoulders and like push push him away and I ran you know pat out the door. Yeah, it was terrible. And uh, when I did that, then of course he started like, oh, oh, like, you know, like it's like it's, all, it's like turned back on you, you know, and yeah. he threatened me like, oh, you're not going to teach here, you know, you're, you, you're not going to teach her anymore, you know, all this stuff. Wow. Done. Yeah. And it's like, I didn't do anything. <sighs> I, I, I need you to get, leave this space, you know? And so. Yeah. Yeah. So I get him out the door and I, at that point, now I'm in like the bigger studio room and he's backed in the corner and I'm saying, you know, you need to leave here right now. I'm going to call 911. So he leaves. I pack up, I lock up the studio. I get home. I, I still, I, all the way home, I get in my house I, my hands are like shaking. Totally. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I've, I have had plenty of time to calm down. I can't calm down. Yeah. It was traumatic. Totally. I text, you know, the studio owner, I tell her what happened and, um, she, she basically was, t was saying to me like, you know, well, it looks like you can handle the situation. He's an older guy. Um, I'm pretty sure you could take them if you have to. And I'm like, I don't, I don't need, I don't have to, I shouldn't have to take anybody. Like I, that's not my nature. Like I'm not doing that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was terrible. And so her solution was that, uh, she was going to tell him he couldn't come to any more of my classes. <laughs> okay. That's a, yeah. Yeah. And what did you say to that? Uh, I mean, when she said, Okay, I'll just tell him not to come to your classes anymore. Well, because you know why? Because he's an annual annual customer. <laughs> he breaks paid yes, annual. Ben. Sorry, that's okay. Go ahead. Sorry. No, that's exactly what happened. And you know, uh, we all know yoga is a struggling. It's a struggling business, and so so yeah. Um, so then, what started happening was, uh, I would teach at. I can't remember five or five thirty, and there would be a six thirty class after my class. When my class got out, he would be standing at the door, waiting for me to come. You know, I'd have to go past him, but he was going to the next class. He wasn't coming to my class, you know, so he was fine. Right. Wow. So, yeah. So I, you know, it was terrible, and so. Um, this is really unfortunate, but of course, uh, somebody that was in my life at that time decided to confront them in the parking lot of the studio. So of course that was awful, <laughs> but that happened. <laughs> that but happened. Maybe that's what needed to be done at that moment. So, you know, it's terrible to say, and I hate to say it. Um, I feel like I'm a very independent person, but yeah. I needed help, you know, I, I didn't, I, I did need somebody to stand up, you know, for me at that time. Yeah. And, um, and there's, and there's, it's always good and fine to ask for help because sometimes I feel like I can handle it or something like that, but go ahead.
Yeah. No, I definitely couldn't handle it. It had gotten to that point. So, and, and in this time, the messages and stuff kept happening. And, um, you know, I, I really didn't know what to do next. And uh, I was, I had gone, I was out of town. I, and for a couple of, I, I was out of town for, it was only like two days. And luckily I was out of town, but I get this message on my phone from this guy and it says, open your door. Yeah. And so I get the message and I'm just like, oh my God, like, is this guy at my house? Like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So like I said, luckily I wasn't home. Um, and at that time, you know, I didn't have it, it. It hadn't quite come around where we were so big on all the, you know, like the video cameras and yeah. stuff on all of our doors and our homes. You know, now my house has like six cameras on the outside of it. But at the time, I didn't have any of that. And so the person I was with was like, oh, that's it. Like now we have to file a protection order like this is crossing the line like you've put up with, you know, and this person, you know, I had said, I, you know, like I should have done that earlier. But again, I feel like in the space that we are and what we do, we are trying to encourage people and we're trying to you know, be there for people. And so it's like not in our nature yeah. to do something that that would possibly, you know, hurt somebody's feelings or harm them or, you know, anything like that, you Absolutely. know? And so it was a real struggle for me. I really didn't want to do it. I, I felt like, oh gosh, what's going on in this person's life that they're, you know, all that stuff. And yeah. I think as yoga teachers, well, that's what we do. That's what makes us teachers. That's what puts us in this space to do yeah. what we do. We care about people, right? We are trying to help people evolve. We're trying to be there for people wherever they are. And I guess, you know, sometimes we forget about we're people too. <laughs> we so, yeah. forget that. Yeah, totally. And so, so yeah, so it was, it was bad. You know, I, uh, yeah, I had to talk, of course, then to the studio owner that now, now this person can't come here at all. Um, and so unfortunately, I had to stop working there because of, you know, their attitude. And it was really crazy. I had started working at this other studio a couple blocks down, actually. And he showed up there, of course, right away. And that yoga studio owner, you know, I had told her previously, you know, I told her what had happened. Yeah. Um, and immediately she just, you know, right away, you're not welcome here. You can't come here to any classes, you know, don't come back through these doors. You know, she was very good, good, firm. It was like, okay, <laughs> all right, this could be a, you know, a safe space for me to work at. But, um, you know, I, I think that as yoga teachers and as students, you know, I did change things that I was doing. Like I used to just wear whatever, you know, <laughs> now I, if, if you come to my classes, you'll notice I wear, you know, if, if my shirt comes up, I always have like a 
tank top or a you know something underneath like nothing's ever skimpy well, I'm always Kim, very well I covered know. this helps us for our own perspective you know like what we wear and look like and all that stuff but tech really it doesn't matter I mean it is exercise and and so people dress yeah. accordingly sometimes in hot yoga people dress real skimpy but that's and I, and I did it and at that time, I would. I would teach in a sports bra and my yoga pants. Yeah. That's it. You know, and I totally, I, I never do that now. I never, I stopped doing that at when that was all happening. Um, and yeah, it's not, it's not about that. And it, it is, it, it has nothing to do with what you're wearing. It's how that person is reacting. But it is all those things that you have to start thinking about when something like that happens. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's. It's so unfortunate and you know, I think that. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I think that it's just kind of unspoken about. uh, We talk a lot about allowing our students to be vulnerable in class and we don't talk about how vulnerable you are as a teacher, because you're, you're there, you're by yourself, you might be dressed, you know, you're dressed in clothing that's comfortable, you know, lightweight. And yeah, there is, there's nobody else there usually to have your back if something happens, like you are controlling the environment and the space. And as a predator, I could see how that is, that would be a, a, a place to come be a predator, right? Because you're we're encouraging you to, you know, come in and and be here and right. You know. But also, what we I just want to throw this in. We did not talk about this. This just popped into my brain. Um, I also have experience where there was a, a male instructor, and it was a private class. This is one of the studios I used to work at. <coughs> Excuse me. It was a private. So he. The owners of the studio shipped him off. You know, they had all the instructors go off to different privates and different places. And this guy showed up at this guy's house. So it was a guy and another guy. And the um, client who hired a private class was brought him into his home. And that client went after this yoga instructor because it's his place. It's like, yeah, I'm going to fight. I'm going to get this. And, and it, you know, didn't worry. And thank goodness it was a guy. They were both big guys. And the instructor was like, later. And I think he was doing a practice. And I think he did a lot of heavy duty power. And he really taught the guy really a hard class. And then he was like, I'm out. And he ended up storming out of there. So um, private classes are also something to be very careful of because often we go to their homes. um, And we are there thinking. Or like, or I was going to say, in my case, I have a small studio here in my home. I sometimes bring them to my home. Oh, you know, oh it's, my gosh. It's scary. <laughs> they didn't know that. I oh. know. So it, well, it, I, after all of this, you know, I only bring students to my home that I feel like I know. I've known them for time. But I, I do go to people's homes as well. I mean, it's, 
Yeah. And I did kids. I used to teach kids yoga. So I would get calls from people and I would just show up at their house and like this kid was having a birthday party and I'm going to do a yoga class or something like that. Um, But I have to be totally honest. I have not done that in maybe a year, at least a year. And I, I'm not planning on it. I just had a call this past weekend from an old client of mine wanting me to teach her kids. And I said, I'm sorry, I no longer offer that because I'm, it's get it. Sometimes it gets sketchy. So I just, you know, I'm just keeping that in mind that I, yeah, I don't want to put myself at risk anymore because I cannot believe that I used to all the time when I would go to their homes. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah. And the, um, and we, and then I also, I have an, an instructor who I work with currently and she just finished a class and she was cleaning up ready to go. I wasn't there. She told me about it. She was all alone in the studio and somebody walked in and was said, I need to check out the yoga studio because maybe this is where I want to practice. And he would just gave her the heebie jeebies and he was you know, looking at the paint and looking behind the photos and seeing how the photos were hung. And I mean, just doing really odd things. And she said she was really scared, but she didn't, she, she wanted to get a new client. Cause, and I said to her, get rid of them, get rid of them. If somebody gives you the heebie jeebies or, or let him peek in the door, do not let him walk any further. (laughs) And she was like, Oh, but he was a client. And maybe, you know, because us as yoga instructors, we're not thinking of that. We're thinking of, okay, I, I would like to get a new client and everybody needs yoga in their life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a real tug of war because yeah, that this is our business. Mm-hmm. And, and also this is, this is where our heart is. Like we want, we want, we want to, we see like the, you know, we want to see the best in anybody who comes through those doors. We think we're all there for the same reason, you know, and Absolutely. it's really difficult to, you know, recognize. And so I think, yeah, I think we, we just want to start this conversation um, and get it out there that, you know, as yoga teachers, we, we do, we maybe need to be a little bit more aware and not let it change us or how we behave or what we do, but just to let it be okay when you do get that feeling. It is okay to recognize that yes. and to say like, okay, I need either somebody else here with me or we can refer them to somebody else or, you know, we just need to be able to... um I guess, legitimize our feelings and yeah. And it's funny because in our, in our practices, when we are talking to our clients, that's something that's at least I'm really big on that. Honor your feelings, listen to your feelings. Your feelings mean something there. Your feelings are legitimate. You know, I'm big on that, but it's also very funny that as yoga teachers, also we, we might overlook our own feelings because yeah. we, you know, we're trying to compensate and, and allow others to, I don't know, we are, are honoring yeah. others. And a lot of times we overlook ourselves. So we do, we do. I think as yoga teachers, we do that in a lot of areas. You know, it's, it's the whole thing about making sure that we still practice, you know, 
all of those things, like we, we have to practice what we preach. And uh, sometimes that's a little harder where a lot of us are probably most teachers are givers. And so we forget. <laughs> no, ourselves. I agree. 100%. I agree with that. Yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap it up here then. Okay. I hope, um, yeah. If you have any questions or you have any stories of any things, you know, that have happened to you or ideas of how to create safer spaces in yoga studios, we'd love to hear it. You Absolutely. can find us on Instagram at that yoga magic. And, uh, Yes, thank you so I much for joining us today. And um, this is Jen. And this is Kim. Namaste. Namaste.